I did the intro last time. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, and you forgot the name of the podcast, so uh... I did it twice. So uh, good luck. Ah, uh... <laughs> nope. I think Aaron did it the time before that because that was yep. when he was calling you out on the uh, yep. silly thing. Fine, Ryan. Ryan, do the intro. Go on, Ryan. I'm doing good, thanks, Ryan. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, gamers, welcome to the Listen Gamer podcast. I remember the name of the podcast, unlike Ash did last time. But yeah, I'm what King Crazy. What episode number is it? Uh, 17, I want to say. Are you sure? No. Positive? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I just pulled a, a, a number out of my head. Is this 17? Yeah, it's 17. Ah, oh, see? Always winning. Winners you weren't POV. sure, though. I wasn't, no, but like I had big dick energy to say that it was 17. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was confident in my answer. I wasn't confident that I was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joined by Indominus Ash and the lovely Apocapoo himself, Aaron, Linksy Boy. Oh, Hello. You guys. <clears throat> you guys doing good? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I've had a good day. I'm uh, I'm in a good mood. I'm I'm ready to go. Glad to hear it. Very good. Day. How are you doing, Bibs? I'm doing good. I'm just I'm just a little bit tired, but at the same time, I'm quite hyper. Like feeling it's 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 a strange mm -hmm. combination. Like, <laughs> and anybody that streams usually they get the same feeling as well. So I can imagine like that's what Aaron's feeling like after such a good stream. Yeah. Like, like you sort of like you finish the stream, but your mind and your energy is still like hyped up there, and it's like still going crazy. I had a fantastic stream today. So why don't you tell us about it? Because unfortunately, I, I've caught like the first hour or so, and then I had to go out and work, so I didn't catch the rest of it. Well, it was mostly just having fun and bullying. I think today bully. we had the Were most DCs. We had the most DCs of killers today. I think. I think we had what four? We had a doctor, a pig, a legion, uh, a Wesker. No, I'm just happy the legion DC'd. Yo, the 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 one that I saw uh, that I can remember, I think three of you died, and then Ash, uh, sorry, uh, Aaron was the only one that survived, and he was saying something like, uh, "Oh, imagine being like a twenty level twenty four survivor or something like that." And then you came out and said, "Well, I'm a level seventy demogorgon. How about that?" Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> forget that. So tell us what happened during that game. I can't even remember. Like, he, he just got it was a wraith. Yeah, Bing on, Bong. Yeah, that's the one. On I was going to say Shuttle was it? Wasn't, wasn't that our first game? game? I think What's it was. Uh, yes, it was our first game together because I was running Object from last night. Yeah, and yeah. the first killer we had was a fucking undetectable one, of course it was. But yeah, he just got... I'm pretty sure he got rolled. I don't think he... I mean, I had fun with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he no, he he tried to tunnel out the first... Like, the two randoms. And then chase you for a bit. And I think I finished the gens. He killed me and you got out under... Because Hatch spawned under you. Mate, you've been so lucky with Hatch spawns lately. Like, even last... Was it last night? Or, like, when we were playing like early in the morning that you just stood there and all of a sudden the hatch spawned right next to you like on Eerie of Crows or something like Aaron Who, me? yeah Aaron, yeah. You've, like, you've, <laughs> yeah you've been you've been incredibly lucky with the uh the hatch spawns well really. today well today I think we were verse I think it was the Wesker we were we reversed a Wesker and um everyone died and then um the hatch because I went oh hey buddy and then I went oh hey 
because the hatch spawned directly underneath me. <laughs> the the one uh, was it in Cornfield with that Myers yesterday, I want to say it was, where the tier three Myers just came up and slapped you, and as you fell down, the hatch spawned like maybe five yards. In oh front of yeah, you. that was that was horrible. Like I felt so bad for you on that one. I'm also very happy because I bought the new cosmetic for Cheryl today. <laughs> Oh, the no. princess hearts one <laughs> oh, to be fair i want it for feng <laughs> chase got it for feng so me and chase were just doing the duo <laughs> the power of friendship oh god but yeah i've i've like i've been enjoying P uh, i've been enjoying dead by daylight again and we played the ptb and i th i found it fun um based on what i've i've seen you play of the new killer and what you commented on how to counteract the nuclear. Um, for those who don't know, it's, it's called the Knight. Uh, and it's pretty cool. Um, it's got like these three sort of sentinel guards or whatever you want to call them. And uh, you can, I don't know how the power works. I've seen them charge it up and then like all of a sudden the guard goes out. I haven't played it myself yet, but uh, the guard can come out and then it spawns like this kind of uh, radius and which it increases uh, to a certain size. And then the, it starts walking around. And if you get caught in that radius, uh, it sees you, and then it starts chasing you, and then it can hit you or down you. Um, easiest way to counteract it is just hold W, and that's it, really, isn't it? It's it's quite easy to counter, but if if you got somebody that can sort of kind of predict where you you're going, and then sort of uh, cut you up on like another way, one or the other, you're either going to get a hit, or the the guard is going to see you and then chase you that way. But I did find out pretty early on when we had him on Haddonfield that you can't stun those things. <laughs> I tried stunning them and it didn't work. So he just like phased through it like a spirit or something. It was weird. But he seems quite fun to go against. Uh, I still didn't get Maury'd by any, uh, which kind of sucks because the Maury is pretty cool. So I'm still unmoried in Dead by Daylight for the last like four years. Sure. <laughs> That's bollocks. No, it's not. <laughs> Never worried. Sure no proof, no proof of it. Pretty sure. No proof. Never been worried. And that's because you're DC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a skill issue. <laughs> but yeah, so on to, on to another topic, Ash. I want to talk to you about pallets in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I've already heard about that. <laughs> so what do you think of pallets? Do you think they're a good addition to the game or do you think they're like kind of boring? They're fine as they are. There's nothing wrong with them. If you complain about them, you're either a baby killer or you're bitching. <laughs> oh, it was, it was funny, though. It was a good match. It was RPD, and I think I only used, like, five pallets, if that. But uh, the killer just couldn't use the power, and he was just generally useless all over. But um, I'm, I'm quite excited for the survivor side as well, because it does open up a lot of possibilities for different perk combinations. And Gen Rushing, in a sense, is kind of back, where you can... I paired it with Prove Thyself, Hyperfocus, Stakeout, and the new perk, uh, Potential Energy or something like that, I think it was called. Um, which, it stops the progress that you do on a generator uh, in favor of however much progress you do on the generator, you get tokens. So every, like, 1.25% of a generator, you get a token up to a maximum of 20. And then all of a sudden, you can just unleash all of that energy onto the generator and you can complete 20% of the generator providing you have well, however many tokens that's how many percent you complete um 
paired with prove thyself, like hyper focus and stakeout, I found the percentage or the token to go up a lot faster. So you can get the 20 stacks pretty easily. You can get it if there's one other person on the generator with you, um, with prove thyself, you can get the 20 stacks twice before the generator completes. And then it's, it's it, like Aaron will attest to this. It was super fast. We were completing gens. Like I was giggling. I was trying to, <laughs> it was like four in the morning. I was quietly giggling to myself. And then I was giggling even harder when Aaron was laughing uh, because he just couldn't believe how fast it was. It was, it was crazy fast. But um, the upside to it is if you run prove thyself or if you have two people doing it at the same time, there's going to be no progress on the generator from what I could see when I did it solo. It's just that sudden burst of sort of 20% you can slap on it. I haven't... It's, not, it's not really a downside, though. It's not really a downside, but if a killer comes to you and, like, hits you, you lose the stacks, though, right? Yeah, but they've got a... Out of the four people... Assuming it's still four people alive, out of the four people, they have to go for you and then hit you. Yeah. And if you're in a swift, it's not hard to coordinate. Oh, I need you to take this hit. Or take aggro, because I have 20 stacks. You can instantly just put them on there, though. And then, like, a few seconds later, the perk will activate. Yeah, exactly. Again. Like, it's... I don't feel like there's any risk for it at all. No. And I did let go of the generator by accident, and I think the stack stayed. Um, So, it's not sort of... You could possibly get stacks from that generator and then go to another generator and unleash that energy on there. I haven't tried that one yet, but I'm guessing that's what you could do. Well, it's like... Um... When we were playing DVD today, we were in a situation where we got we got three gened, or what could have potentially have been three gen. It was four gens, but we realised that the plague was holding a three gen. Yeah. If we had potential energy, then we could have gone to the other side of the map where she wasn't holding, activate potential energy, two or three of us, get the twenty stacks, run back over to the gen. I think we're sitting at what like thirty or forty, mm -hmm. where she was defending. Pop potential energy, and that's a three gen just gone. And then we just go back, finish the gen that was probably like forty percent. But like, that is a very special situation, though. I feel I think that if the killer would come up to you, you'd lose the stacks because she hit you. If all three of you, so you'd only have the forty percent because you've got to be on the gen for like maybe eight seconds. I think it is a tier three for it to be able to activate I, uninterrupted. Yeah, but she was only defending that three gen. I know. I think we ended up completing it because she. I think it was you, Alan. She was chasing. It was Alan or Chase. So bad she idea. She was just got two. <laughs> she went to the building where the gen we were originally working on was on. So she felt she was defending the gen we were working on, but the three of us were on a different one, just part of that three gen. Right. Okay. I get you. So, but we could have quite easily, if she was playing a lot more defensively, gone to the gen at the other side, got potential energy, come back, and just popped it. Like the perk has a lot of uses. Yeah, it does. I, th I think it's good for splitting up three gens. Um, but then it does, like, uh, as well, I think it's very survivor-sided. Like I mean, if you think about it, in terms though. of... Um, in terms of a three gen, if you think about it, if you do the fourth gen, but you bank everything that you've got, well, like, bank a full potential energy, and then just take it to the last gen, that's pretty much... 60 to 80? Yeah. 60 to 80%? Yeah. Provided, provided you don't get a hit or something, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I'm not sure how... Like, when you unleash it, I didn't... Like, I haven't tried taking it to a different generator, but if you store that 20 stacks, 
do you have you to can still... take it to other generators it doesn't yeah. have to be on the generator you've got it on no yeah I, I i understand that it's just more of do you need to do it for eight seconds uninterrupted before you can unleash it that's what i didn't uh, test it's just eight seconds to activate it no it said something like, like to start storing it maybe it's a start storing it yeah but if you i think if you can instantly just sit down and unleash the energy i think they need to change that as well yeah i agree i, I think they should change that to the eight seconds so to activate it to store start storing and to activate it to unleash you need to at least be on that gen for at least eight seconds so for example if you get the 20 stacks and you're still on that generator then you can unleash it straight away because you, obviously you've already been on it for more than eight seconds but if you've just tapped it because like a kill and then the killer's coming so you've got the 20 and you get away you can't sort of like once they kick the generator, you can't run around, uh, quickly put that twenty percent on there, and then it's done, kind of thing. You know, you have to be on there for like eight seconds. I think that will be a more fair way of doing it if it's not already like that. Mm. Because then it's funny they've. I know um, Aaron keeps saying it, and everyone else keeps saying it. They've increased gens, and then brought out perks to make gens just fly by anywhere. They've nerfed perks or buffed perks to change the meta, but they're just putting it back to the old killer meta of just running slowdown because you can't not. The new perk effectively counters pain res and possibly even pop because you can stall the energy knowing the killer's going to come over and pop it and then just put the energy back again. I think maybe it could counter something like Thana or Pentimento as well. Mm-hmm. Because depending on how fast, it needs to be tested. Like if you've got maybe four stacks of Thana and like five stacks of Pentimento, maybe the speed sort of decrease doesn't affect that particular. No, it, it's it's what you. That's why it works with hyper focus. It's what you would have done mm -hmm. that gets put into the tokens. So if Pentimentals up, you're going to take a lot longer to be able to charge those tokens. Yeah. It would be fun, though. It would be fun to for, to test and that kind of stuff out. Yeah, I'm sad to see Gen Regression meta coming back again. Yeah, because they've, they've only just... I, th I think it's quite hilarious that they've just sort of, like, nerfed how fast you can do gens. Then yeah, they bring out hyper-focus. Yeah. yeah, they bring out hyper-focus, then they brought out potential energy. And that's um, before we go into the one... I can't remember what it's called, where... It's effectively you're giving half of a proof as long as you're running the killer. Yeah. But 24 I, meters, by the way. 24 meters is isn't large that shack. big. It is. Shack, it's 20, 24 huge. meters is quite big. Yeah. So I've, se I've seen people running the killer perk when they, if they kick a gen 24 meters, you can see the auras of survivors and it doesn't seem that big. Only on two tier maps, it seems sort of like, for example, the game. Think of it this way, Kev. It is eight meters shorter than a normal terror radius. Here's another one. How big is Wiretap? Isn't that 24 meters from the gen? Or something like that? I'm not sure. I'll Google it. I haven't, I haven't run Wiretap that often to, to know. Wiretap's something I'm seeing a lot of. Yeah, Wiretap... It is a strong perk. Yeah, Wiretap is pretty good, though. Wiretap is... Sorry, Wiretap is 14 meters. 14 meters. And you can you can see exactly what the killer's doing around Shaq. No problems whatsoever. Right, okay. I do stand corrected. So that's an extra 10 meters on top of that. Because I thought wiretaps seemed pretty decent, but then I've seen 
I seen a video, I think it was Super Alf. Super Alf used the new perks on Nurse, and it was on the game I saw one of them, where he kicked a gen and he just couldn't see a survivor. It's only because they double backed on themselves because it was a two layer map. Um, on the first game, I don't think he had any value out of kicking the gen and seeing auras because it was just too far away. The 24 meters was just, it just didn't seem enough. So either that or they had distortion or something, I don't know. But, um, it was a good video, like, because there's a perk that if you stun the killer, you become exposed. So that with people like Nurse that can just phase them and you pair that with Enduring, uh, if you if you get stunned, you got the recovery rate from Enduring. If you have Spirit Fury as well, it breaks the pallet as well. So then you can just carry on chasing them and just one hit down them. That's pretty cool. Um, it'll make people think about pre-dropping pre pallets, I think. A lot more rather than going for the stunts. Mm. On certain killers, actually, on it'd, it'd be like that on certain killers. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I still think the perk's gonna be good in its own right. Yeah, it'll be good in its own right. Um, but it'll be super going, strong on certain killers. Going back to the whole twenty-four meters argument. Remember old open-handed, like before it got buffed. Obviously, they've doubled the range on it now. I can't think that. I've I've slept, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's open-handed, the old one, with Kindred. So back before they buffed it, that's how much range you have. Yeah. So the new one's 32 meters, because it's 16 and 16. And you've seen how stupid open-handed Kindred is. So it gives you a little bit more like of an idea of how much range that is. Yeah. So I did run it in our RPD game when I was running the killer around, because I was running the killer, if you're looking at the stairs from the exit gate, like in the front lobby, I, I was running the killer on the room to the right, and Aaron, and I think the random, was on the gen in, in the middle of the lobby. So I'm not sure if that hit you from there. You probably won't remember, but... Because um, I was looping in there, I would, if it hits, if it, if, if it gives you the buff from there, that would be crazy. From where, sorry? So I was... Um, so if, if you're looking at the stairs in the in the front lobby, you know yeah. um, the room to the right where you've got, you pass the lockers yeah. and there's like that little sort the of room that got nerfed with the pallet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I was running the killer in there and then Aaron at random was doing the generator out at the bottom of the stairs in that lobby, just slightly to the left. That'll be 24 meters easily. So if, if... If they were doing the one at the top, that might be outside of yeah. 24 meters. But the one on the bottom, yeah, 24 meters. That's cr if if it is that's crazy. Like I can understand it being maybe like the room to the left that I was uh, like I was looping him in the room to the left where you got that big long straight. Then the pallet separating it that um, just just by the stairs where you can vault over the stairs into that kind of loop. Um, I can imagine it being there. That's fair enough, but not on that side. Yeah. So but yeah, for me, it's big distance, buddy. <laughs> maybe like. 18 then 18 to 20 just like tone it down a little bit i it'll get nerfed before it hits live i think a lot of the perks and the killer will get tweaked see the buffed or nerfed i only ran it a few times anyway like because i just wanted to try the new sort of like the the gen build <laughs> yeah it does look like when if it hits live and it's like that, I I do think there's going to be a lot more gen slowdowns again. Oh, there's going to be a lot more gen slowdowns regardless. 
with that perk being like they'd have to nerf it to the ground for people. We rarely go a game without gen slowdowns anyway. Yeah. It doesn't really make much of a difference. It'll it would just be more complaints, really. Yeah. It wasn't too bad before they added hyperfocus. Killers started to like lean off of gen progression. But now with hyperfocus added and now this, I think there's gonna be at least two or three perks for gen regression every game. I do see a lot of I, I, I see a less amount of like pop goes the weasel and stuff, and I do see a lot more of like sort of hybrid gen regression, things like the pain res and uh like sometimes eruption. Called, yeah, eruptions, things we call yeah, Brian. Like one. yeah, this this kind of I've seen quite a lot more of that lately. Um, but I can only imagine see, because with that the gents like most of the killers that I've gone against do have good pressure anyway. So I think maybe I don't want to sound like a dick when I say this, but maybe the more baby killers would go for all four gen regression perks because they don't know the killer or they don't know the loops and what whatever as well. But like the killers that are comfortable with even if they're not comfortable with the killer, if they're very comfortable with game knowledge like you guys are, like you know, for example, like how to try and force a three gen, get the pressure, all that kind of stuff, and how to cut down loops and stuff, you guys won't need gen regression at all, I wanna say. Because I, no, it, I don't it, know if I agree with that. I do with you. Like the pressure that you have that you can get people off generators and stuff like that, and then you can just go and kick it, that's I, I don't think you need it. It's only when like, you come across like top tier survivors. Like you've, Only you've on have... hunches, because I have the range. If I'm on any yeah. other killer, general regression gets added again. Exactly. General, like, but you wouldn't run four, because the, your knowledge of the game outweighs your knowledge. depend on the killer. Trapper, I can imagine, yes. Because... Trapper, I run two. Trapper's just dead. Trapper needs like a huge buff, I think. No, he needs tweaking. He's They can't buff him more than they already have. He just needs a few tweaks adding to changes, like... What's the word? Basically, it's so when he loads on certain maps, he doesn't just flat out lose. Like, Area of Crows, for example. If you load on his Trapper on that map, you just lose. Yeah, the, the it's the setup time with Trapper. That's that's what you... You can lose, like, what, two or three gens by the time you've set up something? And that's if somebody like Ryan isn't going around just disabling only traps all the time? It's that and the fact his traps are darker now, but they're making the maps lighter. Yeah. Which is the wrong way to go about it. They need to... If it was me, they need to change all of his trap tints depending on the map you get. So they kind of... Not necessarily blend in with the floor, but they're not as visible. Yeah. I think they, um, should, they should blend more. You're right. His traps shouldn't spawn in the corner of the map. So they need to be <laughs> no. not not central, but they need to bring them in a little bit closer to this, like sort of the center of the map. How many traps can he ha handle? Is it two without add-ons? Two at the minute without add-ons, which is a load of bollocks. Because I think well, should... it used to be one. Two yeah, is still good. Two is fantastic. I think you should have five though. No. Why? If you give Trapper five standards, he'd be too strong. That's why Trapper sacks. You can't move them. No, you wouldn't. It's too strong. Have, have nah, he, I disagree. On certain maps, he okay. could just flat out trap you in an area without you being able to leave. It would be too strong if he can carry five traps. No, it wouldn't. I if disagree. They, he's he's still going to pick them up. You and know what? I, I agree. It wouldn't be too too busted. Add it in the game, and I will main trap it, and I'll show you. That's fine. You still got to set up, but I think as standard, rather than having like eight. I don't traps, need to set up. If I've got five traps, I'll place one or two, and if I manage to get you in a corner somewhere, I'll trap both sides. You're not going anywhere. 
Yeah, but then you've got to think, even with his trapper sack, right? He's got all his traps, and yet he can go around, do whatever, and still, you know, it doesn't mean much if they're just going to, if people are just going to find them and then just deactivate them. Five won't make a difference. That's the issue with trapper sack, which is why I said it's going to be shit, because it's fantastic he can carry all of his traps, but he can't move them, because that's what they had to do to make it balance for him. Because if he could move them afterwards, he'd be too strong. Yeah, but that's eight traps. It would be an Iri add-on. I just dis I disagree that Trapper would be too strong with five traps. I think five traps is a good balance because, like, you've got enough where you can sort of instantly lock down a, a proportion of the map without needing to go, like, run around, like, half the map to, to like, you place two, then you go back up and you got to run across the map to get another two, and back and forth. You're wasting too much time, like, picking up the traps that should either spawn with you because you are Trapper, like, like Freddy and Hag and stuff, they, they haven't got to go across the map, like, picking up their, uh, their, their Phantasm traps and their Dream Snares or their Dream Pallets. They've just, they've got the power to do it, so why can't Trapper, as, like, an expert Trapper, or Hunter, whatever like, you want to call him, just have Don't get five? me wrong, Gash, it, it would make him stronger, and I think it's a change he probably needs, maybe. But it wouldn't be too strong. I think it'd be way too... I'd be ha if they want to... Like, two at the minute, for me, I feel... There was occasions where it would be nice to have three. At a maximum, four, but I wouldn't allow him to spawn with them. I'd say Again, against good. high MMR survivors, it still wouldn't make a difference. It's, it's like, not shitting on Ryan, but Ryan isn't like a top-tier survivor, is he? But as soon as we face a trapper, because he knows how to play trapper and stuff, he is constantly up that trapper's ass. Disarming the traps as long as exactly they, as long as they haven't got like uh, where's it the the add-on where if you disarm them you're injured. Ryan is all up his ass like just disarming every single trap and we are just smashing out gens and the nine times out of ten the killer either DCs or just like gives up because he can't get anyone in his traps and he can't f find like Ryan disarming his traps because Ryan knows how to play trapper so he knows where all the sort of like trappers locations are what what would be best to. To place them, so he's just like he's just there constantly. That is part of playing Trapper is adapting to that. Like I know it's difficult and hard to do it, which is why he's such a frustrating killer to play. Yeah. So how that is part of it. You have to adapt to how the survivors are playing. But how can you adapt to someone hiding in the shadows or the the bushes or whatever behind you, disarming everything that you do and calling out? Like exactly even why well, I think it wouldn't be too strong, even if he's playing like solo. Wait, right. If he... We are going to go around in circles on this topic because I'm not. You're not going to change your mind on it, and I'm not going to change mine on it. It was a spitball more than anything. I just thought five because five out of eight traps. I think that's pretty fair. I'd say four maximum, but he wouldn't be allowed to spawn with all four. He'd spawn with two and be able to carry another two if he finds them. That could be another. I don't add -on, think but... he should spawn with five. If they, added I don't it think to he the should game, be allowed to carry five. I I think the. The changes that the two changes they should make, which are pretty much even on sort of nerfing and buffing, is giving Trapper five traps as base, and then he's still maybe, maybe he's got the five traps as base, but then the other three traps or however many there are left on the, the map, they spawn more towards the outside. It's a forced spawn to, more towards the outside. So then, if he does need the rest of the traps, he needs to go and get them. But if you think five is too strong, do it that way. And like we've said before, the the nurse thing, they for, for example, you shouldn't be able to like recharge as you're so fatigued. Like those two those two buffs and nerfs combined with nurse 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 nerfs, trapper buffs, I think that would make it a much more 
even playing field for the the worst killer in the game, arguably the worst killer, and then the best killer in the game by far. Trapper needs something to like bring him back. Tra up. Trapper needs tweaking. I agree. Buffs to a degree, but what I would you do? That's you too extreme. I, you, As I said, that's why I was like the tinting the traps, making the traps more centralized. Honestly, would be enough to push him up a few tiers. He would never be barely. a nurse tier. It would. It would barely push him. Most, most of his downtime is set up and then going to get other. You can lose a gen just going to the corner of the map to pick up a trap. You can lose three gens by doing that. Well, you you expect to lose a gen or two when you're setting up because trap is not an early game kill. You can play him early game because you set up as you're running, but he is more of a mid to end game killer and he relies on that snowball. I am a shit trapper. I will hold my hands up to that. Every time I play trapper and I haven't gone just pretty much M1 killer the entire time. If I've not done that, I've always, by the time I've grabbed some traps and like set up uh, like by killer shack and like a loop or TNL or something. You expect to lose two or three gents. Exactly. And I always lose at least at least two gents. Yeah. More often than not, it's three. And then it's game over because by the time I've set the traps and I've tried to push them and like go towards the trapped area they've already completed the gens in that area so there's no point me being there so i need to pressure the other side of the map with trapper you need to trap i i always push it too far but you want to get two relatively decent traps in high traffic areas three maybe i think four is probably pushing it because i normally push four or five then a gen should pop or two gens will pop but at that after those three are down you want to go and get a down yourself. And that's probably about either... two minutes or three minutes that you've wasted doing that. When if you had five traps... That's not two minutes setting up two or three traps. Well, you, you've set two traps, and then you've you got to go and find two. another two. Yeah. So you normally spawn next to two or three traps. But you've still got to place the other two traps that already came in your, in your kit. By the time you place three traps down, and you've got your first hit on a survivor, you probably lose a gen. Ish. But then as that survivor's hooked, you either go and control the gen that they're now working on, or you set up a little bit more to pressure more. But it, it, again, it comes down to adapting how the survivor's playing. If they're slamming gens, then you either decide, okay, if I can set up in a way that allows me to snowball, then that'll be better for me, or I need to interrupt their momentum with gens and just leave the setup I've got. But more often than not, it's just you need part to do both. of Trapper. I, it it I think... is more often than not you need to do both, but it's balancing that. I think what you what you said about changing like the colors and stuff of the traps to more sort of blend in. I don't think that's like a buff to him. I think that should just be base anyway. It should be a quality of yeah, life. Yeah, it update. should be. But that's why I said it needs a tweak. He like, needs to have that. It won't buff him to the point that it's gonna like make him go from like a D tier to a C tier. It's not gonna do that. It's it's not that much of a quality. He's not D tier for stats. <laughs> no, I'm just like I'm using it as an example. Like if you think yeah, he's, I know. like he's un unplayable or like he's I think he's on par with Wraith. Like, Wraith doesn't seem that strong to me, personally. Like, obviously the good Wraiths are, like, good, but more often than not, you get Wraiths that are just shit and they just, like, camp you or something. But, um, I think Trapper having, like, not transparent traps, like, give him a, a, a sort of, give it an opacity to it, but, like, make it sort of semi-transparent where just the texture, so you can get the sort of rusted or whatever texture of it, but then, because it's sort of, like, opaque, it'll sort of blend with the maps better. Make sure that it's not invisible. Like, there's some traps where, you remember when you can put it on the stairs or, like, the openings of Killer Shack and stuff like that, and it would just, like, totally disappear. You couldn't see it. Oh, I know. I used to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, obviously, then... not, not make it too opaque that it'd be like that, but put some kind of transparency. If they're too lazy to, like, sort of 
put a, a texture for each individual map or something just so it blends yeah, the in. Too lazy to do that transparency would work, but they would need to still make it visible because they can't just make it. That's that's why I mean it's like an, it's kind of think of it like frosted glass. Like you can still see through. It's but like it it will take up a texture or something. Like if something's behind it, it would still like you'd still see it. Obviously not not to that degree, but I that's more of a quality of life update for Trapper because of the amount of light maps. Where I think if Trapper started with like even four, then if you want to like take it to four middle ground, start with four traps as base. Start you... with two and be able to pick up another two. I don't think you should start with four outright. I think you'd be fine though. <laughs> like at least you can lock down a loop and then like you have one trap left over. Or like you can set up with a loop and then you can just like place another one somewhere. Or to, to be totally or honest, at most, if they wanted to buff him significantly like that, they should just make every stone base kit. I don't think it's they, that the much. The traps a... that you have already set, if they get disarmed or they're stood in, they just rearm themselves. I I don't think if it, if they were to do that, maybe carry. If you wanted to change like the base kit stuff. Maybe carry three base kit, but then if you disarm a trap, you are sort of like hindered because, like for you know when, where is it? Wesker chokes you and that bar fills up, mm. and then you, you get slow for a, for a while. Maybe that would probably work in maybe, itself to be fair. Maybe like whenever you disarm a trap, make sure that you get hindered for like five seconds or something, so you can't run off quickly because disarming a trap like that, you're bound to snag your hand or something like that. Unless you know what you're doing. These survivors, they don't know what they're doing. They're, they're idiots. Have you seen Dwight? Just jumps in a locker. <laughs> but yeah, I think if, if they were ch changing or buffing trappers, something like that, he either give him like four to five traps base or give him three traps and then base can, if anybody disarms a trap, they get hindered for like five seconds. And then they can change the add-ons to like increase the hindered to like, I don't know, maybe ten. So if somebody like terrible though, uh, what's not terrible? Sorry, his add-ons like as they are aren't terrible. Yeah. No, I know like, but, his like... worst add-ons are what used to be his best with the darkened traps because there's just lighter maps now. Yeah. So maybe change the the those add-ons rather than darkened traps. Put it like blended traps. Like if they if they change did do the quality of life update, they could be like. Yo, his traps are like blending in more. And then if you use that add-on, his traps will blend in more again. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the fog add-on uh, or the f increase the, the mist or something. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So like the more mist there is, is the harder it is to see or whatever. But same thing with the traps. Like depending on the map, it makes it harder to see the traps regardless of what map it is. Like he then obviously then bump it up because I think the darkened traps, are they gray or brown? The darkened traps go more of a dark brown. Yeah. What's the colour of the add-on? Is it like common? Uh, green tar bottle and yellow logwood dye if they're still they could bump the that up. what they do. Yeah. If they if they did do that, I think they could bump that up to more like, where's a yellow or eerie? One of those two. Because if they blended in more and then they blended in more again, I think that would be pretty strong. Well, that's what people used to, like, they would use both the darkened ones and go yeah. on the map like the swamp and you could not see the trap. It was practically invisible. 
And if you're thick like me and you you don't look anyway, you don't see the traps because you're already in them. Like I only I only jump in like I'm confident. Yeah, they I'm pretty sure if I'm correctly they buff or they give Trapper like a quality of life thing. They give him his two traps. Made his traps a little bit darker. And I think the next update was making Cold Wind lighter. Like the new Cold Wind that we know. Which, which just kind of reversed the whole thing. Cold Wind lighter? It's already light as it is. Look, Cold Wind before was duller, if you remember. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like it's super bright now. It's like Eerie Crows. That's what I'm saying. Why are they making it lighter again? No, I'm saying when Trapper got his quality of oh, life. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, sorry, my bad. The next update they did, they made Cold Wind lighter. Oh, speaking of making things lighter, have you, uh, Aaron has, have you played the new map? Uh, Ash. I didn't install the... P Everything I know about the PTB just came from watching Aaron or Chess. Right, okay. So, do you guys think that the new map is, like, quite bright and quite orange? More red. Like, yeah, a reddy sort of orange. Well, people are already complaining about it because of uh, colorblindness. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the pictures for colorblindness. It's, it's... But they have colorblindness this mod, so I don't know how that plays into it. It didn't really, because uh, people tried to put the filters on for the colorblindness. It didn't really work. Yeah, it's I I just found it incredibly awful. Like everything sort of merged into one color kind of thing. Yeah, and r like we was running around and I couldn't loop anywhere because, um, like Aaron was saying, oh my god, there's so many palaces in this area. I can see so many palaces because he had windows. I was like, where the fuck are the palaces? I I just couldn't see them. Like, I didn't have windows, and everything was sort of, like, merged into its own reddy, orangey sort of blob of mess. And uh, I just couldn't sort of find anything, because the new texture of the palace was on there as well. So, like, they were they were sort of, like, thin, thinner sort of palette boards put together, so they sort of merged into the surroundings. It was only, like, in Killer Shack or, like, in TNL loops and stuff like that that you could, like, drop a palette. That's the only time that I saw palettes when they weren't broken. But it wasn't it wasn't the nicest experience for me. Like, and I don't think like I'm colorblind in any way. But and for people with I do think I do think they messed up on a bit of the design of the map because it's it's very powerful for Huntress or Deathslinger. It's not enough high loops. I th I think it's it's very powerful for a lot of killers, especially things like Nurse as well. Because the... I wouldn't say a normal M1 killer. Nothing like um, Ghostface or no, 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 Freddy. Freddy, Freddy not might so not be so bad. He, yeah. I mean, he does have anti-loop slowdown, so it's kind of like you know. Yeah, he's. I think he'd be fine. It's more killers that require to be a little bit more stealthy or a little bit like sneaking up on you, kind of thing. Because Ghostface will get fucked on that map. Yeah. Do you know what killer I've just realised would be really good on the new map? Clown, because you can just put the fucking bottle yeah. right on top of you, regardless. You can, yeah. Like, everything's sort of, like, the small box height. Uh, it's kind of, like, the same height as a dropped pallet everywhere. There's no up or down. There's no level change. Yeah. Uh, you can just... you. I think it was on Super Alpha Video, actually. He went up into the, the, the main building after he killed someone. And he, he thought, I wonder what it's going to look like up here. Can I see how much of the map I can see? And he could literally see everything on the map outside that window. Because there was not one level change... It was just, everything was just flat. And things like Huntress and stuff, I don't even think you'd have an issue with, even, like, if they crouched behind the objects. if Because of how good you are with, like, dipping the, the the hatchet and stuff, you'd be able to hit them no problem. It depends on what the hit, because if it's anything like um, the, the hit, last map. The hitboxes are tight, though. 
So he but no, can, you get what I mean. If yeah. there's like certain places where the hitbox for like a bush is significantly larger than what the bush is. Yeah. So this is what Alf was saying. He was he was going around blinking and stuff, and he said usually when he would blink these particular paths and stuff, uh, he would get caught on things, especially like on a PTB map, um, because like he would have like a, a lot of sort of like hit detection or. Uh, the texture or the hitbox would extend further than what the thing is, so we would get stuck and then he'd miss the hits. But the amount of hits that he hit perfectly because the hitboxes of everything were sort of like dialed in pretty well. Um, he was very surprised and he, he, yeah, he was surprised on a PCB that he was that sort of well done. They so, probably will look at raising some of the heights of it if it proves too powerful for certain killers. I think they should. The only hilly thing that I saw was like. It was kind of like um, a pier kind of thing. It was like a stairs up and a stairs down. And then on top of it was like, I think, a hook and two lockers, I want to say. And then like, I, it was on that game that we had with the Noed, uh, Aaron. Because um, hmm. the random cleansed the Noed up on there. It was right next to Killer Shark. I can't remember what it was. But there was... Well, from what Alan was saying, there's, it's good for Survivor because there's technically two Killer Sharks now. Yes. Yeah, pretty much there is, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw three. I'm not too sure. I was too busy just giggling to myself. Well, there's the main giggling. building. <laughs> there's the shack. And then there's like a, a a sort of shack, but it's more broken down with um, a god palette on it. Yeah. it's. But then the main building also has a god palette. So. It kind of reminds me of, you know, in Blackwater Swamp, when you have that main building and you got the upstairs, it's kind of like the... The downstairs have been chopped and the upstairs have been lowered down to the ground. It's kind of like a little shack like that. And then also, from what I saw of the RNG on like some of the games we were playing, there's about, you know, those cold wind farm loops with the tractor on it and then the hay bales, yeah. the long L loops. There's about three of those chained together. It's mad. I'd need to play that with Windows because I'd need, I, I'm going to need to know where the. the I did. I know, you, it was like a Christmas tree. Like, there's so many pallets. I was like, where are the pallets, dude? I can't see them. Oh, I had a freaking field day. So many pallets. And then, because there's, there's also um, a sort of second main bit. I wouldn't say it's main building in a sense, but the main obviously it's, the it's, story, it's got it? that tiny raised up gallows bit, hasn't it? At the other end, opposite the main building. Yes, I'm trying to think. It's got like a mini mean. market, something like a mini yeah, market yeah. on it. That's also got a really good palette on it. And then you, if you drop it and stun them, then you just get freaking um, balanced landing off the... Uh, just off the edge. Yeah, off the raised platform. And then you can easily get to shack or main building or, you know... But they did this with RPD when they reworked RPD again, where they just went overboard with pallets and then quickly realized the mistake. So we could end up seeing a repeat of what happened to RPD and that they either change or spread out the loops a lot more. Possibly. The, the only reason why they would do that is I think they would do it if they raised some of the... If they put some hills in or if they raised some of the, the obstacles to make it more friendly for other killers that require a little bit more stealth or like sneaking up on on survivors i do think it needs a bit more huntress defense because all the loops are just too well nurse 
won't ever really matter, will it? The nurse doesn't give a shit. No, she's yeah, no, I know, but like a good nurse, like an average nurse, rather, that an, a nurse that knows the blink distance, they will be so powerful on that map. Like, um, that would be like the new midwitch for nurse because you can literally see everything. Like, no matter what, unless you go to a TNL or you go through Killer Shack and stuff, even through Killer Shack, actually, even like the shacks that they have and the, the other buildings that they have, if you noticed, it was like sort of thin. Um, thin pallets of wood that you can actually see right through, so you don't even need to try and predict where the survivor's going. If you're actually paying attention and you're uh, charging your blink, you can look through the buildings to see where the survivor is, or if the survivor is, like, doubling back on themselves or something, and you can predict, well, not predict because you can see them, but you'll be able to blink to them and just bonk them on the head. Like, it's it's quite, like, I think that's the, the most powerful map that I've seen in the game for, for Nurse. In a sense, I mean, Midwich works because of its size, but yeah, Midwich because of the size. Know, it, it's just with with the new map, it does have its size, and it does have a lot of like um, things you can go around to kind of negate nurse a bit more. But any good nurse would sort of pick up on the pattern that you're doubling back every time or like every two or three times you're doubling back or like you're holding well, it's it's not necessarily doubling back it's more it's like it's got so much on the map in general like from just hay bales and cart broken down carts and yeah. different bits to just go around it's it's you know i think it'd be cool like to play the ptb and nurse on that particular map like maybe after this or something, because I do want to see how easy it is to play against or play as nurse on that map. Because it's. I mean, I'll go as nurse. Yeah, cool. yeah. sure. It's no starstruck though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can't Star promise. Starstruck, had, I'll ban perks, so we go perkless. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I genuinely think because everything's sort of like maybe shoulder height, maybe a bit less than that. I, I just don't feel it's kind of everything's the you know the coils like in for example um Macmillan's you know when you jump, jump, jump out the window of the main building and then there's like two stacks of that coiled wire or whatever it is and then there's one stack of it it's everything's like the, the size of one stack it's everything's like quite short so like as a huntress you could just like throw a hatchet and it dips over and you'll if as long as you're good uh you'll you'll get the hit I'm quite worried about playing demo on that map, considering there's so much on the map. Like I was saying earlier, yeah, there's so much on the map to go around. I can't get a straight line of shred. Yeah, because there's you can zigzag in amongst everything, and, mm -hmm. and it's that that will be difficult. But going back to nurse again, actually, because you got to zigzag out of things, that slows you down, so it's easy easier for a nurse. Like what are the what are the killers? Bing bong would. Body be able to body block quite easily, I guess, if he can get in front of you. Mm. Uh, pig, with with the charge attack, the pounce or whatever it is, she can pounce for a long time. Ambush. Yeah, the ambush. Uh, oh, it's, it's, is it no it's shred? Isn't it for demo? Yeah. Um. Ghostface would very much struggle, I think. Oh, Ghostface is going to get destroyed on that map. Yeah, the current the current way the the map is, maybe Trapper would be half decent if you put. The traps in certain... Like, well, the ground seems good for the colour of his traps. Yeah. 
that I noticed. And because the loops are awesome, they're not really loops, they're just obstacles, really. The obstacles that you have to run in and out of, they're quite tight. So positioning the traps would be fairly easy. But still, you've got to get the setup done first. Yeah. But the thing is, because the map is so open, you'll be able to see Trapper from a mile off. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that'll kind of just make him kind of useless anyway. Then there's um, Wesker. Wesker would be more difficult, I think. Oh, Wesker's not going to be great on them. Yeah. By, uh, but then again, thinking of that, Tentacle Dude, Mr... Uh, what's his bloody... What's, I forgot his name now. Jeez. Nemi. Nemesis, yeah. <laughs> just call him Daddy. Uh, <laughs> um, he would be pretty good because he'd be able to hit over. He'd be able to pretty much hit over all of these loops because if he can hit through pallets and hit over pallets, then you'd be able to do the same thing over these loops, right? Yep. Um, Dredge... I'm not too sure about Dredge. He might be kind of even because he can put his like too open. He can put his portal down and like if you chase him around, as long as you don't go to that particular loop or back around on his. Well, if you if you think, Kev, how many how many lockers did you see on that map? Oh yeah, you're right. It wasn't very much. <laughs> it, it was only like by Killer Shack and just on maybe that corner and then the other corner. It wasn't many at all, was there? No, nope. they'll increase lockers anyway because of Dredge and. Obviously, killers needing the lockers anyway. Oh, there's one thing. Well, we they, they would have done that on the PTB anyway, because you can play yeah. Dredge on the PTB. Not necessarily. They'd probably be more bothered about the layout of everything. They'll probably not, add more lockers. Not really. Can we I wouldn't say so. Can we, can we briefly talk on the pig, pig gussy, by the way? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Pigussi, Ash? <laughs> I have no idea what you're in about. Right, so on the new map. <laughs> on the new map, uh, if you scroll... I think I put it in the, our podcast group. Um, yeah, I did. If you scroll up a little bit, there's uh, a pig on, like, uh, like a wooden sort of, I don't know, yeah. table or something. And, if and you you've looked in on its arsehole. No, it's not an arsehole. It's a gussy. <laughs> it is someone of behavior um, had to draw and sort of make a pig pussy. So, uh, yeah, there's that job. I wonder how much they got paid for it. So there's a pig gussy in uh, Dead by Daylight now. So they, they're bringing more and more sex-themed things into Dead by Daylight. So eventually, it's not going to be like Dead by Daylight and Hooked on You. It's just going to be both. It's just going to be Sex and DVD Simulator. Pegoshi. Pegoshi. I would like to pork it. Ah, <laughs> shit joke. But yeah, the, the other killers that are... <laughs> just Did quickly. Just get <laughs> but the uh, other killers on the hag would... You'd see her set in the traps, but you'd possibly forget about them, or like you'd run through a loop and whatever. And the, I doesn't really care if you see her doing it though. Most people exactly. play scroll wheels, so if you disarm it, you're getting twatted anywhere. Yeah. Then there's Billy. Billy will probably struggle because of the amount oh, of Oh Billy will get destroyed. Yeah. Bubba, unless you can control him properly, can be tough, but I find controlling Bubba super easy anyway. Blight will be interesting. Considering how much there is to bounce off. Well, if people where is it, the hug tech where you slide across everything, maybe that's gonna be OP. Never know. I, I don't know. A lot of things you can bounce off. I wouldn't really say you could hug tech off. 
Bird Mommy would, I think she would be pretty powerful, thinking of it. Not if you can see where she's placing the crows. Yeah, but if she can see you, uh, if you can see her, she can see you. Yeah, so it'd be quite easy to dodge her. Uh, not particularly, because the, the objects are so close together. Like, you can place a bird down and it'll go through half of the stuff, and if you try and counter it by placing one to the left or the right, nine times out of ten, they're either going to walk into it as it's going, or you can just catch up to them because they go zigzagging and out of all the little obstacles and shit. It'd be quite interesting, I think. Doctor would be fun. I think I would like to play Doctor on... That map might be strong for Doctor, actually. Because if you slow down and you can't drop pallets and stuff, with the amount of pallets that are there, I think it'd be pretty good. Mm. Legion and Plague? Legion Won't be good for Legion. Legion. No, I don't think so for Legion. Plague, maybe? Plague's because... projectile, so yeah, it'd be good for her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Myers is going to be shit. Myers will not survive on that map. No. It Spirit. would get him a lot of... Um... It'll hit tier 3 easily if there's no way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, tier 3 will get easy, but then again, you've got to maintain it, or you actually got to catch them as well. And with all the pallets on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to need that expose perk whenever you get stunned. Oh, Oni. Oni, that'll be tough. That's kind of like Blight, isn't it? In a sense, yeah. But I think it's a tougher version of Blight. Because you can't turn that fast with Oni, and if somebody goes through some of those obstacles and then just like does a hard left or something, you're not going to be able to do that flick because they've limited Oni's sort of range on his flick, isn't You can do that flick. You can still? If you... I think you have to like flick up or something as you're turning, and you can do over 90 degrees or something. Ah, right, okay. I've never done it myself, I just know it does exist. I think I'm pretty sure it is a bug, just like... Ah, right, okay. The hug tech is... <laughs> So it'll get changed eventually. Deathslinger and Executioner. That'll be interesting. Executioner... Sorry, uh, Deathslinger can shoot over everything then. That'll be that'll be pretty cool to see if you'll be able to get the reel in time. Executioner... If you place um, the barbed wire and said, stuff... Or, you said the things aren't that high, so it wouldn't break the chain. So he should be able to reel that's, you in. Yeah, that's what I mean. So as long, as long as he can get around the obstacles and get the hit, he wouldn't be able to hit over them, like with his, with his M1, like you can at a window. But uh, with the reel in, he shouldn't, theoretically, he shouldn't be able to like break the chain. So he should be able to get over the loops or around the loops, um, all things considered. Trickster, oh my god, that's going to be disgusting. You're going to have to have like urban evasion or something and just hope that he can't hit your, your head. Twins would be fun. Uh, you should be able to hit your head. Trickster's got a lot less of a hitbox than what Huntress does. Yeah. So it's not as hard to hit over obstacles. The twins would be fun because I think everything's, like I said, it's like a dropped pallet sort of height. Oh, um, Victor can launch over everything. Yeah, so he can launch over everything. So that'll be quite fun. And twins. Yeah. And then if, if Charlotte can, like, sort of block loops and stuff, uh, Putting her like sort of in the middle, and then getting the chase with Victor, and then going back to her or something. That would be quite fun. It'd be it'd be good to lock it down. But it depends if they play edge map as well. You could play edge map because that's I think that's the only way to combat nurses. Um, on that map is just playing around the edge constantly. If you go to the middle, you're going to be down super quick. Um, 
Xenoblade, he can throw his chains over things. So he'd be able to catch you pretty easily, I think, as well. Oreo. Hmm. Because she's short, she might have an advantage. But I don't think she's going to be particularly powerful. On that map. But then again, I haven't played a lot of her. I'm not sure about you, Aaron. You are? Have you played a lot of Oreo? Uh, no, not my playstyle. How do you think she'll be on the new map? Not great, because she's probably arguably the weakest killer in the game at the moment. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How so? I, th I thought, like, Wraith was one of the, the weakest, personally. No, I wouldn't say Wraith. Wraith is probably one of the weakest, but no, it... For me, it boils down to Onryo, and I... The only thing I feel like she's got going for her, of course, apart from her teleports, um, is that she's the shortest killer. Yeah. But then it just boils down to that she's just an M1 killer. I find that out of everyone of the killers, Sadako and Ghostface are the easiest to loop. And Myers, right? Uh, depends. Myers is very situational. Like, if you're at Shaq and he's at tier three, and then you oh, go yeah. over the bloody, um, <laughs> over a vault, and he suddenly he's got bamboozle and stuff, like, you are yeah. genuinely forced to throw that pallet no matter what. What about Demogorgon then? What do you think, out of all of the killers on that map in particular, how do you think Demo fares? Do you think um, he'd be at the bottom of the list? Not really. Just because of Barb's glasses. What does that, what does that do? Is it faster going through? 15% faster uh, pallet break. Yeah. Is that with Shred or just M1? Uh, That's with Shred. With Shred, okay. The best thing about Demo is he can clear out pallets quite quickly. You don't need to do a full shred on it, do you? No. So you've you've pretty much got the tiers of you've got a baby shred, yeah, which um, goes about five five meters, five or six meters, and then you've got the the fully charged shred, which goes about eight, nine, ten meters. Yeah, he can clear shack. So whatever that is, from one end, from one door to the other door of Shack, he can clear. See what fifteen meters then, maybe twenty, possibly. Because if what was it, a uh, wiretap clears Shack, and that's twenty-four. Don't actually know. I don't know. I don't know the um. DBD shack length. So he can go at 18.4 meters a second with his shred. So I'm guessing is that that's the, the, is that the from door to door? I'm, I'm just looking at the demo of Gorgon Wiki right now. So his movement speed is 4.6. Mm -hmm. uh, of the abyss, I'm guessing that's when he's tunneling through, is 3.86. Yep. And then his alternative movement speed of a shred is 18.4 meters a second. Jesus. 
So I'm guessing a full shred is like around 18 and a half meters. Yeah. Which is pretty, pretty bloody long. Well, that should be from one door to another then, yeah. Yeah, probably. It's crazy. That means a baby shred would be about 12, 12 meters on average. It's cute though. <laughs> it would be fun to have like a little baby uh, demo or something. I've actually got to, uh, that's one thing actually that I, I've as, um, interested me. I haven't tried demo on the new map yet and now I kind of want to just so I know what I can get over. Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> I want to see you shred off the top of the building out the window. See how much you can get over, like with extend. I, can you extend? I don't know shred? if um, they see for buildings like that. They usually put um, invisible walls. Usually, it's they like do, but... it's like Garden of Joy. I would love to shred off the main house and see how far I can get. But they've put a, an invisible wall straight in front of it, so. They didn't have an invisible wall on the asylum. Was it the asylum? Crotus is it Crotus Pen? Uh, you, could, you, you could shred out the, the the side, and then you could just go for, go for go for gold for, through it, right? I think so. And I'm, was, I'm installing the PTB now. Yeah, I'm going to do the same one here too. Um, the same thing I think with if you did it off Hangman's or off the saloon or something. I'm sure you could like go go for a while, and then they patched it, didn't they? I'm not sure. I haven't tried it. My PTB install. Easy. <laughs> now I'm, I'm just very interested. Right, so going to the new sort of perks, because we did kind of just brush on potential energy. So Fogwise and Quick Gambit. So Fogwise, succeed in a great skill check while repairing a generator repeals the... Sorry, it reveals the killer's aura for four, five, or six seconds. So, if you're not good at skill checks, a good way to do that is having stakeout. That would be the only way, because like if you hit a normal skill check, it would see what it is. That's kind of like replacing spine chill a little bit, I, I feel, or like old object of obsession. How, how often does the skill checks come? It depends. Like on on average, they are quite random, and they can come few and far in between. It depends. But it's, it's I don't think that's a particularly powerful perk that, and I don't think it, I'd run that often at all. I'd be more inclined to run potential energy. Um, if I'm playing a swift, like for example, with you guys. Quick Gambit, I would probably 100% run more often. Especially if Chase is in the party. Because if Chase is in the party, you can bloody guarantee that he's going to be bringing the uh, the killer towards me. And I'm going to be... I go where Chris is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that kind of relationship, isn't it? You go to Chris uh, and uh, Chase comes to me. So, Quick Gambit increases the repair speed of any other survivor by 6, 7, or 8% while you're being chased within 24 meters of the generator they're currently repairing. Then just stack that with Prove Thyself, Overzealous. <laughs> I'm curious. Would Fogwise stack with 
uh what was that perk again that increased aura reading uh up the ante do you say up the ante open-handed oh, open-handed it's it's a timed thing not a range thing open-handed only ah range. right yeah i was thinking of lethal pursuer wasn't i uh -huh. yeah lethal pursuer yeah it would stack with that except that it's a killer and it's, yeah it's and a it's killer <laughs> So we, we don't, as survivors, we don't have, like, increased. So, for example, I couldn't use the perk to increase the 24 meters for quick gambit for to increase it to a larger... No, it's all range, not um, effective range. Right, okay. And then fog-wise, with the uh, the aura reading of the killer, there's nothing to do that either. That sucks. Maybe that's coming soon. Because they, they're bound to run out of... Uh, I think increase. they're already running out of ideas. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that they nerfed gens and now they've brought two perks to increase gens, yeah. Like, they can't bring another perk to increase how fast the gens go. Like, the only other thing that we have is, is like, this is aura reading. Because this is two perks that have increased the gen speed, for fuck's sake. It's daft. Did, I don't think the killer came with any uh, gen slowdown, did it? I haven't read their perks yet. Uh, no, they didn't come with gen slowdown. Right, so first one is nowhere to hide. The auras of all survivors within 24 meters of your position are real, revealed for up to five seconds when you damage a generator. That's the one, yeah. That one's a cool one. I like that one. Because if you... That's kind of like desperate measures or whatever is awakened awareness where like if you open a locker or whatever you can see the auras. I think that's a good one. That's pretty cool because you can, if you kick a generator, you can see if anyone's around to get a flashlight save unless they've got distortion or they're hiding in a locker obviously. But that will help killers the more sort of paranoid like the other day when we were playing on Eerie Crows check what was the, the killer checking every single locker after Ryan like head on <laughs> the blight <laughs> yeah the blight yeah he was checking everything uh, so kicking a generator making sure that nobody's around that would be good for them I think that's pretty cool so Hex face the darkness uh, once you injure a survivor by any means if there's a dull totem remaining on the map uh, it activates and lights cursing that survivor all other survivors see the aura of the cursed survivor for up, uh, up to 12 10 or 8 seconds. All other survivors will scream intermittently if they're outside the killer's terror radius, revealing their auras for 2 seconds. Shit. Uh, it deactivates when the cursed survivor enters the dying state or becomes healthy, extinguishing its totem. And then it's I'll be honest, it's not very good. Then it's disabled the by the, for the remainder of the trial if survivors manage to cleanse it. It doesn't sound that good. It's kind of like a doctor when you're in tier 3. Or like you've got the adults much. to make them scream or something but pair that with lethal pursuer so you can see the ores for everyone like more easily i don't know and maybe bitter murmur i've said it'll pair will a monitor or a reading killer or dead man's because if they're screaming it'll interrupt the gen oh yeah so i mean that they can't do gens at all and if you've got monitor and abuse as well that makes your terror radius smaller so there's less uh, likelihood of them screaming unless you're in a chase. Like, it's good. I don't think it's going to be meta or, like, used. Oh, no, it's not going to be meta. It's just going to be a very annoying pack to deal with. Yeah. I think it's maybe it's going to be used for, like, the first week or two and then 
people are going to realize that it's like quite shit and it doesn't sort of synergize that well with many perks so they're going to just go back to like i don't know something like nowhere to hide lethal pursuer and pain res eruption kind of thing um and the last one is hubris or hubris 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 so uh, whenever you're stunned by a killer that survivor suffers from the exposed status effect for up to 20 seconds and it has a cooldown of 20 seconds so um, some people, well, some content creators did a uh, test on this. Mm -hmm. um, if you just hold W, if it does get triggered, um, not even with Enduring Spirit Fury, but if you just hold forward um, after they've broken the pallet, it will run out before they can get to you. Unless it's Nurse, obviously. <laughs> So if you can last 20 more seconds, which should be easy if you're not fucking around. Yeah, you just literally hold forward. And you can outrun it. Is that they like, did the tests. Is that just like normal Bloodlust or is that with like Bloodlust 3? Well, if they're breaking the pallet, they won't have um, Bloodlust anymore. What? Bloodlust goes that quick? I haven't played Killer and Broke Pallet. Like the, the, moment, the, the moment you break a pallet, Bloodlust goes. Oh, right. Okay. So they'd have to, like, avoid the pallet and just, like, chase you instantly for it. Yeah. But then, depending on the loop... Yeah. Does does it still trigger, like, if you're Blight, for example? Like, no, because Blight can't um, dash, do his um, M2, and then hit you, because it doesn't count like it does for... Um, ah, right, yeah, so it doesn't nurse. count for Nurse, yeah. That's what they should do for nurse, though, right? Like, if you're exposed, you oh yeah, you shouldn't be able to down someone. That's that's one of the nerfs that need to come to nurse as well. I just I don't understand why they haven't done it yet. I I don't know either because that just that implementing that one thing would just n not nerf her into the ground, but it would nerf it to a point where people would re reconsider what perks they're running or whatever, or because it would put a stop to fucking starstruck energy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It it would just that's like the new the only build that you see these days with nurse is Star Strategy. Maybe distressing as well to increase the terror radius, but it's just disgusting. That and I think two the two nerfs a nurse needs is the exposed hint should count as like uh whatever Legion does like an M two or Blight for example. It shouldn't it should just not kill you in one. Um, and then you shouldn't start recharging your blinks until you can actually move. Like, as soon as you do the second one and you're starting to fatigue, you start recharging. You should only be able to start recharging your blinks after you've um, fully finished the fatigue. Just like Bubba. Like, you don't start restart charging after your paddy as soon as you've uh, run out of it, right? And the same with Blight. You juice yourself and then you start when you can walk, you, then you start recuperating your, your charges. They should do the same thing with Nurse. Makes me want to cry inside. And I and I like playing Nurse. So on the times that you've played the new killer or played with the new, against the new killer, Aaron, how did you find him? Arrow 404, Aaron not found. Aaron is not here at the moment. Please <laughs> leave a message after the thought. 
Wait, did I? All oh, right, okay. I missed that message. <laughs> I was too busy looking at the wiki. So, Ash, then, from <laughs> from what you've seen, <laughs> uh, how how easy do you think the killers to go against? I have to say, because I'm first in myself, so I, I wouldn't be comfortable really putting an opinion on that. So, knowing your skill level and knowing Aaron's skill level, and you've seen him play, and you've seen Chase play, knowing their skill level. I, I know it's kind of difficult to, to do it because you might not have made the same decisions that they made kind of thing, but based on what you've seen from them running the killer or playing as the killer, what do you, what do you think? Uh... Do you think you'd be technically, like, technically challenging to, to play? Or do you think he'd be pretty easy to play against? He seems like a very simplistic killer in terms of how he plays. But he feels like a killer that's going to be quite difficult to kind of master. So, kind of the same as Trapper in a way. Like, Trapper's obviously quite simple to play, but again, hard to master because there's a lot What's always Huntress? more to him. Like, well, a few of the killers. Huntress is simplistic, aside from the fact that obviously she has that kind of skill ceiling of learning uh, the arcing and whatnot. Whereas with Trapper and the new killer, there's going to be a lot more to learn and perfect. Because obviously, I don't know how it works, but they've got the three different knights. Yeah. They, they raise up. Or is it totally random? Yeah, so they go they go in order. Sorry, not random. So, oh, so there is an order to it. Yeah, yeah so, so that's what the, I mean. Like learning sorry, that yeah. order and then knowing when to use them. Whereas if it was randomized, then obviously it kind of takes away from what I'm saying. But yeah, so I, I, f I feel like it's going to be enjoyable to play. Yeah, I, I feel I like there's like a few tweaks that need to, to happen for him. Mm -hmm. um, not being able to see the path that the killer's placing being one of the first ones. You can see that. You can, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, should, you shouldn't be able to see it as a survivor. Because then you know where to run away from. Whereas if it's... But it depends how you can control it. I, I, I haven't sort of played it, so like... To control, think of it like Pinhead with his chain. So if you can you, control it to an extent, then? You can control exactly where you're putting it. So you'd be, able to f you'd be able to follow the, uh, the survivor, then? So you could... Yeah, but as soon as this... Like you used to still whilst you're doing it. So as soon as the survivor sees you're putting that trail down, they just dip it to the other side of the map. It's it needs to be a little bit more in the killer's control in that sense. Yeah. So there's three guards and they do appear in a fixed order. Uh mm -hmm. so it's the Carnifex Carnifex or something? The the assassin and the jailer. So the Carnifex, or however you say it, breaks or damages objects faster and has a longer hunting phase. The assassin moves faster during the hunt and causes deep wound when it attacks people. And the jailer moves faster during a patrol, has a larger detection range, and has a longer patrol phrase. Survivors are invisible to the knight uh, while he has a guard, while he is in the guard summon mode, but can still be heard. Right, okay, so it's kind of like spirit then. So when he's in the guard summon mode, when he's summoning the guard... Uh, you can't see the survivors like when you're phasing with spirit, but you can hear them. So as long as you got a headset, you can sort of follow them around. No, you you can see the the trail. Oh, you can see the scratch marks. No, no. When you're placing the the 
trail that the knight's going to walk on, you can see that trail as a survivor. Oh, yeah, as a survivor. I'm on about as, the, as a killer. So it says survivors are invisible to the knight while he's in the guard summon mode, but can still be heard. So yeah. from, from that statement... You that, can't see scratch marks. So you can't see the survivor. It's like spirit phasing, right? You can hear yes. them. So you can follow them by listening to their breath or their footsteps or something. So that's... That's Another confusing thing is um, it also starts to chase with a survivor. Is that a bug? That, I, it might be. It must be. I imagine that's a bug. Yeah. That shouldn't be right. But yeah, I'll go back. Shall I go back to the question and ask Aaron before he went for water? <laughs> so, um, what, did the, what was the question? Like... Do you find it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe how tricky do you feel he is uh, playing against or playing as him? Then, like, do you think when people what, the the new killer, yeah, playing against and playing uh, as him, like, give it a few weeks, for example, just try and think of like more into the future where people are more comfortable with him, or like you are more comfortable with him. Do do you think that he'd be like a decent killer or something that you could main, or do you think that he's sort of like no, weak? he's not my style. He's fun. It's like I was kind of the same with Wesker in a sense, but like Wesker has a little bit of everything in him, really. Yeah. Like he, he the way he plays is kind of like demo, but at the same time it's not. Um but I didn't particularly like him. Okay. So as as knowing what the killer plays like, so what kind of killer main or even survivor people would enjoy about it to make them on their main so if they what killer are they he's, most like he's tactical he's he's very tactical but i think he needs some buffs because even though you can be as tactical as you want with him it is basically it's, he, he i think him as a killer i think benefits a lot more from um survivor mistakes and his, his the way he goes about a game is more based on a, a survivor's mistakes, right? So if a, if a survivor makes more mistakes, he's more likely to capitalize off of it. So for me, reading what his powers and everything are like, and like how he goes about summoning his power, is kind of like a hybrid between spirit and. Nemesis with the zombies kind of thing? In a sense, yeah. But it's like his I feel like the best way to go about his power is to not make a trail, just summon it immediately. Ah, right. So like So just don't make a trail. So rather than like like uh you said, chasing the survivor with it and then trying to summon it on the survivor to hit the survivor more just hold M2 until it lets you summon it and then just go instantly. Yeah. So that wouldn't particularly chase the survivor that you wanted it to chase, but it might catch somebody in the vicinity of where you spawned it. Not necessarily. I mean, if if the survivor's going to stay at the loop, then they're, they're just fucked. Yeah. But it also... Because if you summon it straight away without making a trail for it to go on... Wait, so you the can, trail... You, sorry to interrupt you, but the trail, that's what they walk. Is that is that what you mean? Yes. Right, okay, I get that now. So where you end the trail is where they'll spawn. Right. 
and then it'll loop back. It will follow the trail you made back to you where you, ah, you know. Okay. So, for example, but I've I found more success from just not making it a trail and just summoning it where it won't walk anywhere. And then either the survivor has to leave or just stay and then they're going to get hit anyway. It's basically just it's it's a quick way to, you know, recover from your power yeah. to then be, to then continue the chase. So then now it'll just force them to go to another loop or you know you force them into an area with no pallets or loops or anything you know yeah so it feels like a jungle gym or something like that and you ran it around the jungle gym like once or twice it would do that entire loop until they go back to the end yeah right cool but then it would just loop back on itself. So oh. it'd just go back to where it, where you spawned it anyway. How long until it sort of disappears? Because there's been like... I've... It'll disappear once it's... So basically, it will follow the trail back to where you are. Yeah. And then it'll go back. And then it'll disappear. Oh, so it's kind of like a like an elastic bang thing. It'll, it'll like spread out, come back, and then disappear. Yeah, but then if you summon it like straight away with no trail, it'll follow the trail for about 10, 15 seconds. It sounds interesting. It sounds complicated. Like, unless you know the loops and how you want it to loop, it sounds complicated to use for like a beginner sort of killer. But if you know what you're doing, like as far as the loops go, and you wanted to have it patrolling a loop, and not doing what you said, where you just summon it and just let it go. Mm. I think it could be quite good. It's just any experienced survivor would just, like you said, hold W and just go. Yeah. And that's the easiest way to get around it. So if you go against that killer, maybe, I don't know, life or something would be the more beneficial perk to use rather than like sprint burst, which is pretty much the meta now, isn't it? Sprint burst and adrenaline. Because that's all I've seen. I love seen. my sprint burst. <laughs> I used to use like life and sprint burst all the time, and then I wouldn't say sprint burst is now the meta. Dead hard still as meta as what it used to be. I don't see dead hard nowhere near as much as I see sprint burst. Like, are you talking from a killer or survivor perspective? Both, to be honest. If I'm like solo kill, even just dueling with Aaron, there's normally a one or two dead odds every one or two games. Like it's still, yeah, I'd say dead odd is still quite prominent. It's more meta than what balanced is. Oh yeah, which is about the same as what it was, and balanced sort of competes with life still. Balance I see is very situational. Balance is situational. I I personally prefer it, but it is situational. I get that. But yeah, I don't think it's really changed all that much in how much people use it. It's, it's going to be shit on the new map. <laughs> like, unless you get to that one... No, you've got the, you, you've got the hired, the hired um, platform where the little market is. Yeah, you've got that, and then you've got the main building, which you can jump yep. over the big window and then go. Yeah. I think that window would have been better if it wasn't 
just a drop. I think it should have been like a vault. Mm. Hard to say, really. Because depending on the killer and stuff, like for example, a Billy or a Bubba, he can just jump out the window with his power. What flip a 180 and just hit you or something or whatever you land unless you got balance obviously but I'm just glad that they've made well I'm glad they've made a new map but I just hope they color correct it right <laughs> that's the main thing they probably will because enough people I think have complained a lot of big yeah. people, like, names as well have sort of either retweeted it or put their thoughts in as well Like, what was it? Haddonfield rework? Do you remember going into, like, the downstairs of the Mize house? And it was just pitch black. Like, you couldn't see anything. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Like, it doesn't matter what settings you had it on, it was just, like, black. I think it was fine on console, I'm not too sure. But on PC, it was awful. Time will tell. Have you guys got any games that you are excited for? Sonic. Oh, Sonic. Oh, by the way, Call of Duty. How are you finding that one, Aaron? Uh, it's all right. Time to kill could be slower. That, I think, is my only gripe with it. Have you played much recently? Um, Not really. I haven't had time between streaming and sleeping. <laughs> Between streaming and sleeping, what time were you up on the PTB until? It wasn't that late, was it? Surely. 5 a.m. <laughs> 5 a.m. Dude, I, I didn't sleep. It was awful. Like, I just I was just wide awake. And then I had a job at like 12 that I had to drive to. So I started like quarter past 11. And I just didn't sleep until like later on that night either. I think I still went to bed at like 2-3 o'clock in the morning that night. Like my sleeping pan is just screwed up. I need to sort it out. But I don't know if I'm streaming tomorrow morning or not because I got a midnight session. Well, I got an evening session and a midnight session. But uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. So what what is this Sonic game about, by the way? Is it just like well... another remake of like the old stuff or...? No, 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 no. It's a completely new game. I think we went over this last week, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Explain oh, was... what it was, because we said it was like Breath of the Wild. You're like, oh, well, I never played that. So oh, right, yeah, now I remember. <laughs> so, I... Completely open world, all that jazz. Yeah, Pokemon was in the news as well, wasn't it? Uh, I've, well, I can't remember what for. Like, Fortnite. Yeah. What? Pokemon's out in like two weeks, just over like two weeks. 16 days or something, yeah. I still haven't ordered it yet. <laughs> I've. Mm, neither have I, actually. I've got technically four orders of it. Which version are you sat playing? So, I, I just re need to cancel one of these, or two of these, possibly. Because I ordered it on Amazon. And they came in like a uh, pre-order price promise or something. 
So I'm getting them for like 40, 42 quid, something like that. And I've ordered both of them because I asked my daughter would she like to play it as well. And she said yes. So I was like, you know what? Which one do you want? And she said, I think Violet. And I because I wanted whichever one's got Tyranitar on, that's the one that I'm having. Um I can't even remember. I think it's Scarlet. Like I know you can get them on both via trading and stuff, but uh, essentially well, you can go on the other person's world, so I imagine you can just catch Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Alright, cool, fair enough. Uh, the only thing I was like thinking about was getting the legendary, like so I can get both legendaries and whatever on, on both of our accounts, or both of our yeah. saves. That was that was that was the only thing, because um, surely I could start like playing Violet on my name, and then get the legendary, put that in my Pokemon bank or something, and then do the same thing on Scarlet, and then just have them both in the same game. Uh, Pokemon Bank won't come out for it for like months if oh, it oh really? becomes yeah they never bring it out straight away because um, that's what I did on the Sword and Shield I want to say you might have done but it didn't come out on Pokemon Bank didn't come out straight away it was about a month or so after it got out that um, Pokemon Bank was compatible with it oh okay to be fair though I did complete the entire story and stuff before I I uh, used Pokemon Bank I wanted to catch as many Pokemon as I could. Uh, Have you game. only got the one Switch? Yes. Uh, that's a problem. Well, your other option would be getting online and trading it to a friend, because I know me and Alan are getting it, but I know Alan's not too keen on paying for the Nintendo subscription. Because mm. he wouldn't use it. Whereas I probably would, just because battling would be on there. So Yeah, that's the only thing. I don't know whether to or not. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I normally get it for like a month for each Pokemon game just because I like to mess around and see what the the meta is for like battling and just testing stuff out. Wait a sec. But you I have tend to... to pay for it longer than that. You have to pay to get Nintendo Online to trade? Yeah. It's an online service. Shit. I didn't I didn't realize. Like, yeah. Unless I... you're doing it um, over like LAN or local. Ah, okay. You need... Um, online to trade like if me and you wanted to trade we'd have to pay for online because it comes under the nintendo um subscription to be able to do things like that that's crazy like things like that i think are a bit silly like if you well, play it's not different to playstation or xbox no i know but like pokemon is a different kind of genre of game like if it was mario kart yeah fair enough pay for nintendo online but like trading a pokemon that should be fine but if you wanted to like play multiplayer, like join each other's worlds, or I imagine uh, that'll be something you have to pay for, yeah. Yeah, like I can imagine that paying for that, that's fine. But if you just wanted to trade Pokemon, and you have to pay what? What is it a month? Like maybe seven to ten quid, something like that. Yeah, it's it's somewhat dumb, but you you get around it because a lot of people just go for the free subscript, like the free month subscription or whatever it was. All right, okay. That's what most people do. Just to so they'll like finish the games, get the Pokemon they want to trade, then get the online free subscription, yeah, and then trade everything they want to. Um, but yeah, you you have to pay to trade. Well, we'll we'll see. Well, because like we've got both of them come in, so yeah. And if I, I think if you need to pay to play with like you and Aaron, like if you guys wanted like a little oh, old you, me you joining, will do. yeah, you'd need to pay for that. 
So it depends on what you and Aaron are doing. If you if you guys are streaming it and then you're playing together, Aaron's gonna have to play pay for online. So I probably will as well. Well, I think the way because we haven't actually discussed it yet, but I think the way Aaron was imagining we just sort of playing side by side side kind of thing. Aaron's mm -hmm. not actually joining you, new worlds. You weren't sure. But yeah, we haven't like properly discussed it yet, so. Hmm. I'm excited for it. It's, it seems pretty cool. It'll be interesting. There being like th three different routes to take for what to do, it's going to be new. Yeah. It won't feel like just playing Pokemon for the sake of playing Pokemon. It'll feel like there's a lot more to it, so. Like, it I think. Interesting. I don't think I'll stream it because I was planning on streaming it. And every time I plan on streaming a brand new game, uh, I notice there's like people in my community that doesn't want to see it. Like because they want to play it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like it's kind of a catch twenty two. Like you want to stream a new game or whatever because you can reach that audience that want to watch it. But then at the same time, like all your regulars and stuff like that are there for any game that you play. They don't really want to see it because of them playing it themselves. It's kind of difficult. So I think one and then it stops me from playing it because it's the same thing that happened with Dying Light Two. I was psyched about that so so much. But then, like, a handful of people from my Discord were like, oh, well, I'll try and lurk or whatever, but if I hear things like spoilers and stuff, like, I, won't, I can't kind of thing. So I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. But then, because there were so many people coming in and saying that, I was like, you know what, I'll just, like, stop playing it for, like, a month or so. And then all of a sudden, I just never just picked it back interest. up. Yeah, just lost interest. And, I, and I, I, I loved Dying Light 1, and Dying Light 2 was absolutely phenomenal, and they brought out new DLC and stuff like that, and... Like, it was sick. Like, honestly, like, I can't wait to play it. Like, we might be able to play that with Ryan again, actually, because of his, he's got a new computer now, so I'll ask Ryan to download it so we can play it. I am sure Max will play it. Um, I bought it for both, of, well, I bought it for Max and, sorry, not Max, sorry, I bought it for Smurfers and um, Ryan, so maybe we'll be able to get four of us together and play it. It would be sick. Yeah, it's a game I still need to finish as well. I got it on PS4, I believe, but it was very much unplayable on the PS4. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, and I think I, not long after that, got a PS5, and then just because it was like a week after picking it up, I just kind of lost the hype for it. And yeah, didn't go like I loved the franchise, but I just didn't go back to it because it meant starting again as well. Because obviously, the, there's no cross progression. Oh, there isn't. No, so I had to start from scratch, and I put a good six to ten hours in for the story yeah. and i just couldn't be asked going back through all that again oh that sucks yeah i think i'll i'll be chilling with just like pokemon offs and if you guys want to play trade or do whatever like i could just like hop on with you guys but i'll just be chilling with it just, in, <laughs> just so i can just so i can enjoy it you know yeah yeah i don't know what else is coming out oh See, I want to ask, but then I don't want spoilers either. What did you think of uh, Outlast Trials? Because I do have the playtest, but I haven't actually played it yet. Yeah, we, me, Chris, and Ross played it. It's very good. I just, I'm worried about its replayability. I've seen Outlast one and two have replayability. I didn't feel. Yeah, like but it was Outlast one and two a multiplayer game? Ash, uh, true, I suppose. How, how did you get it? <laughs> 
signed up for it. Sign up on the website or something, yeah. Pretty much. I've got the Outlast games on Steam. I just don't think I've played them. You haven't played the Outlast games. <laughs> Never. <laughs> because right, that needs to change. Right. Can I just say the reason being is because every time I've played horror games, uh, they've not been scary. And I'm thinking Outlast is. People people want to see me scream like a little bitch. So I don't want to play games that they think I'm gonna scream like a little bitch and not scream like a little bitch. But because I, I don't want it to be a disappointment for them. But at the same time, I've noticed that the medication that I used to be on has severely fucked my brain chemistry up. And uh, essentially, I jump at everything these days. My Because it's, it's given me like severe anxiety problems and like it screwed me up essentially. Um, so this is why my alerts scare me. <laughs> because it's... <laughs> Like, and this is why certain, like, sounds and stuff like that. So, pl I think playing, when I played with Dixper, maybe every couple of, like, massive jump scares, it would ship me up. But now, pretty much every jump scare would probably ship me up because of that reason, because whatever that medication did to my brain, like, it's just screwed me. So, I think maybe now would be a good time to play the Outlast games because I've got... One, two, and whistleblower, whatever that is. Is is that a DLC? Whistleblower was a DLC for the first Outlast. Right. Okay. So I've I've got those, so I'd be able to play it. So maybe it won't be entertaining to to watch me scream like a little girl. Honestly, I think Outlast Alien Isolation. I've never um, played any Alien game. Which Resident Evil is a horror game? What game? Resident Evil. Would you class that as a horror? I've been asked to play oh, Resident Evil. Depends on the game. Uh, Resident Evil, which one's the multiplayer? Five? I don't know. I've got the... I, I won the Vommy Mommy one, or Dommy Mommy one. That was... Seven? Seven? No, Village. Seven was Biohazard, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, Village was that one. But no, um, in terms of, like, really fucking good horror games, I would definitely say Outlast and Alien Isolation are, like, the major two that you need to play. Because um, I know what we were talking about today. I found out that Aaron hasn't even played Alien Isolation. No. Like nope. fantastic. Is it, is it multiplayer? No. I was going to say, if it's, it's multiplayer, we should play together. <laughs> Just a dry I'll, run on it. The AI in Alien Isolation learns. It learns. So say you... Obviously, you know it's Xenomorph is like the main thing you'll be running from. I've never if seen the hide, films. If you hide in lockers or under tables too much... It will start checking said lockers or under tables because it knows that's what you're doing. Like the AI is very smart in Alien. It you know, what we one should of do the best games I've ever played. Get the developers for Alien Isolation, put them in for the developers of the box <laughs> of Dead by Daylight. That'll be perfect. No more baby killers. But not off the top, off the top of my head, I think those are like the two. Yeah, I know Resident Evil has its own like fan base and whatnot, but I haven't played much of it, so I can't comment on it. But yeah, those are the if you want to play a horror game, go for one of those two. Outlast or Alien Isolation. Okay, I'll I'll give it a try. Like I've been waiting to play like a new game, but then it's like other games have come out, or like when I fell out of love with uh, Dead by Daylight, I was like looking for more games and stuff. Mm. 
I should have played it then. But it's like now I'm looking for new games to play, but I'm st I'm enjoying Dead by Daylight again. I've got Call of Duty, which I still need to stream. Uh, League of Legends, I get asked to play that. World of Warcraft, again, like there's been new updates and there's a new expansion coming out, so I'll be playing that again. It's just, I need to find time to like play it on stream or just make more days to stream or just try and make yeah. more time to stream more than anything. Because it'd be fun, because I like making myself look like a dick. Because it's funny, because it makes people laugh. And making people laugh is like a good thing. <laughs> well, look, if I can make me, if I can like bring, bring a bit of spark or happiness to someone's day, I'm going to do it, whether or not I'm <laughs> screaming like a little bit. I just, I enjoy being a dick. Do you mean like <laughs> looking what? like a dick? Both. You're not going to be a dick if you're playing horror. No. You're just going to look like both. one. <laughs> Like both, dude. Being and doing, well, I don't know. See what I mean? Brain cell, dude. <laughs> Brain cell moment. But no, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I do. Giving people a laugh, giving people that little spark of happiness throughout the day. Even if it's just for like five seconds because I scream and, I don't know, fall off my chair from being shat up or something like that. Like, give them that little bit of happiness is awesome. The fact that other people have that amount of power to like change somebody's mood or like just give them that little spark in the day is fantastic. One game you should play, Kev, is Born Into Fear. I had a lot of fun with that the other night. Born I've Into heard Fear. I've that one, but I've not mm -hmm. looked into it. Let's have a little look. Born Into Fear. Oh, it's only a fiver. It's not yep. bad. Uh, it's a first person shooter. Sorry, a first-person horror game set in the evacuated neighborhood. You have to complete a task and avoid enemies to destroy the evil buffer. Is that a big orange man? Where's that? Oh, it's like a mannequin. Is this like beta and stuff? What the hell is that? So it's like a jump scare sort of game then, is it? Or Oh, not really. It has a man, but not in the kind of um, like Five Nights at Freddy's way. Yeah, I I tried Five Nights at Freddy's and it again this was pre medication, but it was not scary at all. Like you could sort of sense it coming and know it was coming. Wish you guys could see what I'm doing to this bot right now. <laughs> Wait, oh, you're on the PTB because of the bot. Bots are in PTBs now, aren't they? Yeah. I'm glad we can't like because I'm like, what game are you playing where you'd be doing something to a bot? <laughs> Flashlight simulator. I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure how much the Pokemon game is, but I'm getting it for like 42 quid. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 42.99 at the moment uh, instead of 50 quid. So that's pretty I think, cool. Um, you were getting Violet, weren't you, Aaron? Because you wanted me to get Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to order that. Unless I get it from my local supermarket. Because at least I can guarantee that I'd be able to like sort of play it whenever we decided to stream, rather than waiting in all day for it. It says the release date is Friday, and it should be delivered then as well. So it's like. The It'll probably be, It'll like be delivered one on day. Friday. Yeah. But it could turn up at like 7 p.m. and then I'd have to install it by which time. It doesn't take that long, does it? Uh, this is my end that we're talking about. 
Why do you think I don't install a PTB? <laughs> Fair enough. But no, um, I haven't decided yet. I might just bottle up to the town and pick it up there. Yeah, that's right. I just, the only downside to that is if uh, they just run out of stock. I'm kind of fucked. <laughs> Don't they have like a pre-order thing that you can pre-order? That's a point. They probably do, actually. I might be able to do that. Yeah. See? Not just not just a single brain cell. Sometimes it can be powerful. Caveman. <laughs> I don't think there's, apart from the games that we've already discussed, I don't think there's that many games, if if any, that I'm sort of, like, excited for. I know you were talking about Need for Speed, I think. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So excited for that. When is, when is that? Early next year, isn't it? 2nd of December. Oh. Or is it Need for Speed Unbound? Yep. It looks like a mobile game. Like these pitches that I can you can bet against rivals. It does look like a sort of mobile game kind of thing. But looking on the images now, oh, that looks nice. I think other games are coming out. So what? I know the new God of War. Ragnarok. It's just had its, I don't know if it's DLC or new game, but I think that's just come out. Yes, yeah, I think is a new one because it's trending on Twitter right now as well. I think. Um, yeah, God of War. Oh, Skull and Bones is upcoming. I'm curious about that one. Obviously, the new Assassin's Creed is coming next year as well. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to like invest any more time into Assassin's Creed as well. It's like, that was another game. But that was a totally different one that I lost the love for because I loved playing it. It's just my computer at the time just shat its pants for some reason. And it's the same stuff I got in there now. Um, I can play the games, no problem. But I think it was because it was at the start of the playing. It was... There was like memory leaks or something and they just wouldn't get fixed. And if I was streaming at the same time, uh, it would it would do it when I wasn't streaming. But essentially, if I was streaming the new Assassin's Creed, I would play for a certain amount of time, and then my computer would slow down to a halt, like, the more I played it. So I could only stream... Say, for example, I, I'd stream for four hours. I could probably stream for two. But then if, if I played it without streaming, it wouldn't be using that extra juice. So it wouldn't, like, need to sort of render all those frames and whatever. But I could play it maybe for three hours, but it would constantly sort of, like, crash and screw up on me which it kind of sort of ruined it because like I was in a heavy session. I think I was in Valhalla at the time uh, doing like a, a Loki quest, quest line or something. And it would just like constantly sort of just slow down, slow down, slow down. It was awful. Like with the point though, if I tried to alt and tab out just to close the process or something, I would alt and tab and it just wouldn't do anything for like five, 10 minutes. So the experience with that and it was like one of the older Call of Duties and like Warzone or something. Yeah. Warzone would do the same thing for a while too. And I had to get a second computer like to sort of combat and play the games that I wanted. And that's why I've got a streaming PC. Be because of Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty, the fuckers. 
To be fair, those games have always felt more console-y than PC to me. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, the, if I had the option between the two, I'd always get them on console. Yeah, I, I was... It didn't, it didn't feel like a PC game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a really shitty port. And I always felt that... I think I had... Which one was the Pyramid one? Uh, Assassin's Creed... Um, Origins. Origins, yeah. I had that on Xbox One. Phenomenal. Played the shit out of it. Loved it. No issues whatsoever. And I think I had it free on Ubisoft or whatever it was. It came free one month or something. Yeah, I and think I, I remember that. And I played it and I was like, shit, this is still like buggy this, this far after. Like the release and stuff. But I, I think you're right. I think they're more catered to console games and then they're ported really poorly over to PC. And then it's not a very nice experience. I'm hoping um, the new Assassin's Creed kind of brings my love back for it. I've kind of fell out with Origins Odyssey and Valhalla just because of the combat system. It didn't feel right to me. Yeah. It felt too much like For Honor rather than an Assassin's Creed game. I can't remember when it was, but if, like, the combat system, to an extent, felt like, you know, like, Batman Arkham Asylum or something? Mm. If you just mash the buttons and just, like, do combos and they fly between all different characters and stuff, it just felt like that to me. Like, it wasn't actually, like, a fluid, so you had the control. It just felt, you could just button mash and you'd be fine. Providing you like, a high enough level. Yeah. Like, obviously, if oh. you got the Sentinels or whatever, they're, like, ten levels above you, you're screwed, but... We've got another anthology game coming in, I'm assuming, later this year. The Devil in Me. I'm sure I've seen someone playing the anthology. Was it you? Uh, it was not me. How was it you? The hell have I seen playing anthology? Got Simulator 3. <laughs> Has he gone to get more water, or is he... Is he fucking Probably. a bot? No, I'm here. No, it wasn't, it wasn't me that played the uh, anthology games. Sure I've seen that. someone playing it as well. So it's probably they natural have... that we follow. Yeah, they had decent-ish games. You heard about, like, the Men of Medan and shit, aren't you? Yeah, yeah and that's not me. Until Dawn, I think, was probably the biggest one they ever did. Oh, the new um, Dead Island games next year. I didn't know that. I remember when they cancelled that and then brought it back from the dead. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> done with. Sorry, it's it was Quicksilver that were um, behind that. Mm. But then Quicksilver went bust. You know what game that they should bring back from the dead? Tony Hawk's Underground and Underground 2. Well, they kind of did, but they just made another one. Get re-released. Yeah, yeah. They, should, they should just re-release it because I don't. I want to stream it, but I don't want to pirate it because the pirated version is like, where is it? THPS HD or something like this. It's, it's Tony Hawk's Underground 1 and 2 merged into one, so they all have this, the maps and stuff, but I don't think the story in that's there. But I just want I just wanted to, to replay through the two stories again because I loved it. 
like with maybe update graphics. I don't care if it's still the PlayStation 2 graphics. Oh, I do it on the same fucking graphics. It doesn't need update and it was fine the way it was. <laughs> like part of me wants to just get like a PlayStation 2 emulator and do it and just play it. You probably could to be fair. Yeah, I could. I imagine you probably be able to set up some sort of streaming software to the PlayStation 2. Oh, my PlayStation 2 is something haptic though. I like like my my Xbox and PlayStation 4 in, in the bloody I got like this IKEA storage behind my monitors and stuff. And like they're just in there. Like as soon as I sorted my room around this orientation, uh they just went instantly in the box and they just never came back out. But I, I do want to get back into I want to get the fat PlayStation 2 again. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I guess like a, a load of like spare income where I can just spend on what I want for collectors issues, um, I would like to get my old consoles back and the rest of them. Because having like a games room with like the SNES, the NES, bloody GameCube, Dreamcast, uh, Sega Mega Drive, all that kind of stuff, the, all the PlayStations, because I had like a PlayStation 1, the big fat thing big grey one and then I had the little mini sort of white one like and they were pretty cool like, it'd be nice to have those consoles like all on the same sort of thing yeah <laughs> well I've seen a lot of videos of people combining like all of the consoles as well and actually just making one console with I feel like it'd be incredibly complicated to do but that was cool to see I just like looking at them <laughs> <laughs> put them on a little glass things to look at just frame them <laughs> yeah. no it'd be pretty cool what, what are you, are you doing to the poor, poor bot aaron <laughs> look in podcast chat <laughs> oh the text chat i keep on the discord chat wait you've got on the roof <laughs> i've got on the roof <laughs> i thought you'd at least wave for us so we could witness it you fucker <laughs> Now I'm on the roof of the main building. <laughs> Jesus. Do me a favor. Don't say anything about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when it comes out, you can do it in uh, in live. Is it hard to get on? Uh, you've got to get the right RNG. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Oh, that screenshot that you sent me. This this is what I was on about. See the short sort of like um, wooden sort of sticks, essentially, holding up the wall? Mm-hmm. Uh, as nurse, this is what I mean. You can see straight through that. You can see what's behind it. So, as a nurse, you don't even need to predict. You can do that on Shack now, anyway. You can't. There's only certain parts of Shack that you can see through, and it's very difficult. That you can see through it all. Like if you look through the window at Shack or whatever, like you need to sort of be at a certain oh, position. Some of the Shacks you can see like through the corners and whatnot as well. Dead dogs, one of them. Yeah, but this particular one, you can see through it all. Mm. Like, this, you don't have to be at a certain angle. You don't have to be anywhere special to see through. You can just see through it. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It's, it's all sort of, like, powerful. It's too powerful. And look at the distance that he can see as well on, on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, how much... The, everything is the same sort of level. It's, it's, uh, it's a paradise for, for hatchets. It'll be good. 
So I'll tell you what, do you want to end the podcast there so we can jump on the PTV with Link? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to play it now. <laughs> It'll take me too long to install it. Oh, I wouldn't. It's not that long, is it? No, it took me two minutes. It'll take me like 40 minutes to fucking, because you got to install it. It's, it it's, one, and a, it's one and a half gigabytes. This is my internet, buddy. <laughs> they shouldn't take you that it long. Every PTV takes me half an hour. For one anyway. and a half gig? Mm-hmm. I saw your internet speed. I'm, f- I'm fairly certain it was fine. It should have done it in a decent manner. But it's up to you. You can end the podcast if you wish. Well, you could talk to yourself if you if you wanted to, or me and Aaron just like <laughs> <laughs> me and Aaron just like on the PTV. Hey, I answer you, my friends. Like it's, it's not my it's not my fault. People go killers off got water. dead man's by the way, and a general pop, and Aaron will go. Oh, killers got dead man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't listen. I'm a princess. I loved all you guys' reaction when I bought that fucking Cheryl cosmetic. I was literally like on the leave. <laughs> And then, and then Chase bought the Feng one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do it now. I'm gonna have to get the Feng one as well. Yes. Like I, I don't mind playing Feng. What was the other one? Sorry, uh, Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, I don't play Cheryl. I'm not a fan, but Feng, yes, because it serves as a meme for someone like my mod as well. Badly, um, she said something like, <laughs> uh. She didn't like Feng before because she looked too young and like looked like a kid. But now with the new graphics update, she looks more mature and I, she fancies her or whatever a bit more now. So <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, looking nice and mature there. And like, I just ripped the piss into her about the um, Feng now. It's just like a running sort of joke and meme. So me being dressed as now when I'm with her, it'll be, it'll be hilarious. Oh, dear. So... Do you want to do you want to call the podcast? <laughs> yeah, another PTB. Awesome. Right. Do all that funny stuff that that Ryan tells you to do, guys. Like, subscribe, comment, <laughs> blah blah blah. We're going on the PTB now, and Aaron, uh, sorry, and Ash can watch us. Uh, yeah, we'll probably have to sit and watch. Yeah, because he's he's a sado, and uh, he thinks that he doesn't have fast enough internet. By bad, he does. Little bitch. Yeah, little bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hope you have a fantastic day or whatever you, you're doing right now. So yeah, like, comment, subscribe, and we'll uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Ryan, you still suck. <laughs>